That's the thing with influencer boxing too. High risk, high reward. If you win, you're deji. You're crushing it, right? Deji, deji. If you lose, you're in everyone's group chat for fucking the rest of the You're on Twitter for a couple weeks. You're on Twitter, you're trending and not for the right reasons. Feeling like Floyd in this Mayweather. Let me tell you something, Phil. It's a beautiful Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Monday Sauce. It's your grandmother's favorite podcast. Just a day late, you know? We like to let the sauce simmer sometimes. Let it cook. Get a little bit more spicy. That's what you got to do, Vinny the Shoe. How you doing, Phil the Bill? Because <laughs> this guy's got the Benjamins. I'm chilling, I'm chilling. Chillin', how how chillin'. was your weekend? Holy fuck. Well, that's why uh, the episode is delayed. Is this tripod extraordinarily high right now, or am I going crazy? No, I think that's always the Holy height. Holy shit, this thing's taller than me. That's stock. That's you know, that's standard. not that tall, but Jesus Christ, it, it looks menacing right now. Anyway, yeah, the reason why we're doing a Monday sauce is because we both had crazy fucking weekends, and we wanted to jam-pack all of this content into one episode to deliver to you guys, and in order to do that, we had to record today. Um, where should we start? There's so much to cover. Should we dive right into the uh, Misfit boxing event? Because that was just fucking unreal. Yeah. Okay. So I only watched the highlights. I, I didn't buy the event or anything. Okay. But it, it seemed like it was kind of a shit show. Is that fair? In in what way was it a shit show? Because like, if you just saw KSI's opponents, you would think it was a shit show. Other than that, honestly, it was... It Well, even with that, it was a very entertaining event. In my opinion. Right. I, I guess shit show in terms of like the skill matchups. Like it just wasn't. KSI's opponents were shit shows. Honestly, Swarms did better than the than the professional boxer. Swarms did, you know, he did all right. That's rough. But the, the, the second guy, forget it. Well, let, let's start here. Okay. So the event cost $10. It was a $10 paper. I thought you meant... It took $10 to produce this. No, no, no. The production was great. It was The Zone, uh, The Zone Boxing, right? Or The Zone Sports, whatever the fuck their full name is. Anyway, it was a $10 pay-per-view, but you have to subscribe to The Zone for the month, which costs $20. So that's how they get you, Phil. Yeah. You spend $20 to get the subscription, and then you spend the $10 to get the pay-per-view. So the whole thing costs 30 bucks, which is still you know, way less than Jake Paul's last thing, I think, was like 90 bucks or something like that. So it was very cheap. Um, it was affordable, which was nice. I had to watch the whole thing in the car. We were driving back from Canada in the Tessie. Kylie was driving. She took like the entire, literally the entire bulk of the trip. She's an absolute beast. Got you. So I'm in the passenger seat. I thought that the fight was going to be on at nighttime, but they were fighting in England. So the fight started at 2 p.m. Yeah, I was in an Uber and all these highlights kept hitting my feet. I was like, what? It's like 1 p.m. What yeah. are we doing right now? It was early as fuck. Yeah. So I'm literally driving through the mountains upstate, crossing the border, holding my phone in my hand, watching the fights in the car. And you know when you're driving upstate, you know, sometimes you have service, sometimes you don't. So it was just connecting for a little bit, then it would buffer, then the quality would go down to like 30 frames per second. Not even, I'm sorry, not 30 frames per second, 30 FPS. Is that frames per second? Yes. <laughs> what is it? No, P, 30P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like 140P, like yep. really low? It was 30P. It was dreadful. You know what that stands for? Pixels. Progressive. Progressive. Yes, I knew that. Versus I, which is interlace. Whoa. The more you know. Phil Major Phil. Got you. This guy's out here. So yeah, the quality was pretty bad at times for me, like watching it, driving in the car. Other times it looked great. Like randomly it would go to like fucking 4K. Looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. So let's let's take it, let's take it fight by fight. So the event starts, 
and KSI is actually the first fight against Swarms. Got you. So the way that this was all organized and sanctioned and approved by the fight commission is that he would fight Swarms three rounds, and then he would literally just rest till the end of the event, and then he would fight, I think the guy's name was Padea. Pineda. Pineda, yeah. <laughs> We're going to get to that in a moment. Bear with us. Who was the pro boxer? He is. He was the pro boxer. Professional. Professional. Boxer. They a, don't make him more professional than a this A pugilist. Guy. He was just, he had blood, sweat, and tears. It was all boxing. The guy eats boxing for breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. All right? So that happened at the end. So he did a fight. Then he would, like, go in the back room, chill out. The commentators are saying maybe he should take a nap. Did he shock the world, Vin? Because there was big talk about shocking the world. I mean, all jokes aside, he did exactly what everyone thought he would do. So I, I don't think it was really shocking. But it was very cool that he did two fights in one night. It's just both fighters were... I don't even know if you can call them fighters. I feel like... And I've said this in a bunch of podcast episodes. I don't fight. I don't know shit about fighting. I feel like I could have gotten off my couch at 178. <laughs> yeah, I gained weight. <laughs> And I could have took on KSI and probably did better yeah. than that second kid. Do you think you could have beat both of them in one night? I don't know if I could have beaten them. I think you could have. The second guy, maybe. I think you could have just taken a fresh shit <laughs> without washing your hands. Oh, fuck. Then you get a phone call and you have to run upstairs. And it's one of those, uh, well, you don't know this feeling because you have a bidet. Yeah. Because you're a fucking, you're, you're fucking, you know. I'm an aristocrat. You're, you're a, you're a All this Rick got him You're mortified. a renaissance man, right? Yeah. So sometimes when you wipe your ass, you know, you don't get it as clean as you'd like when you're a primitive uh, beast That's like disgusting. me and you use paper, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those shits where it's still a little bit stinky down there and then you got to run out the door. You could still beat them with a dirty ass is what you're saying? That's the whole premise of this bit. Anyway. <laughs> so he fought Swarms. Swarms lasted, I think, till the second round. But again, they were, and I don't know if like the lines got blurred here, but credit to Swarms for getting in there because he literally just started fighting. I'm pretty sure they said he, he had two weeks of prep for this. So then like, <laughs> so I, I, I thought, and maybe again, I don't know where I saw this or where I heard this, or maybe I just made this up in my head, but I thought he had been fighting for longer than two weeks, but they were, <laughs> they, the, his trainer was like, he came to me with two weeks notice. He lost all this weight. He got in the ring. And, and again, credit to him like that. That is honestly really ballsy to fucking step in the ring with two weeks of prep against arguably one of the top influencer boxers, right? So kudos to Swarms. And he was, you know, he was a cool guy. Like, Swarms is cool. Okay. So KSI beats him. And then I, I think the the fight after that, I'm trying to remember the order of the fights. I'm probably going to get out of order here. The two big guys fought. Sam Did Hyde? you see this? Do you know who that is? I feel like I know who he is. Say the channel that he's from, because I, I feel like I know this. He's just Sam Hyde. Oh, it's just Sam Hyde? Okay, I thought he was a part of like another channel. He had an adult swim show called Million Dollar Extreme. Really? He is a internet like boogeyman, kind of. He's This is the big Irish guy, right? He's not actually Irish. Oh, he's not? Finn. I don't fucking know. God I'm watching fucking... in my car. The Dude. guy said, I'm, I'm Irish. I'm going to kill you and eat your bones. Dude. Whatever the fuck he how said. How did you fall for that? I don't fuck. Bro, I, literally, you had to see how I was watching this fucking Holy fight. Holy shit. Anyway. Yeah, that guy fought this he's, other. He's just a living joke that lives in irony. And a lot of people hate him. A lot of people love him. He has a cult following. Mm. He's behind a lot of internet culture. Gotcha. Well, anyway, they fought. That fight was ridiculous because it's just two giant humans swinging. Like, it's weird. I. 
I was talking to Kylie about this. I'm like, it looks like they're fighting in slow motion, but Kylie made a good point. Like, if you get hit by a human that big, you're fucking, you're, you're going to get fucked up. You know He's what I mean? He's 6'4", 280. Huge. Yeah. I think they listed him at 6'5". He's not 6'5". Fucking, fucking. He dude, might be. Gigantic. And yeah, they were just, they were having a very interesting fight. It was like a slower fight. You know, it wasn't super entertaining, but it was it was a good time watching two like big dudes go at it. I don't know if you'll remember this, but Idubs recently, that's who his most recent documentary was on. Oh, really? Except Sam Hyde kind of thought that Ian was going to like punk him and make him look bad. So Sam Hyde hired like professional actors and oh, actresses. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. You told me about and, this. And like reverse Uno carded him. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was like, holy fuck, like you just got played, Ian. That's crazy. And he wasn't allowed at Idubs's boxing match. That's why he's being promoted by like Keemstar gotcha. and these ha- all- Happy Punch. That's yeah, exactly. Keemstar's, uh, the Happy Punch guys were winning all night until Fousey, but we'll, we'll get to that. Who's part of Happy Punch? So Happy Punch, I'm pretty sure, is owned by Keemstar and Fousey. And Sam Hyde. And oh, he's an owner too. Yeah. Okay. And then they have all fighters underneath their like umbrella, which I think that guy, uh, I think. F- I think Faze Sensei is in Happy Punch. Brendan Buckingham? Uh, I'm not sure about that, but I know Salt Poppy is is Happy Punch. There was a bunch of guys on Happy it's Punch. It's like the Avengers squad. <laughs> yeah, for the box. It's actually it's actually very cool because the way Keemstar explained it was like it's e it's like the esports uh, orgs, but like for fighters. Like they have a team of fighters, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. So Salt Poppy, I, I honestly can't remember the guy's name that he fought. Because the fight literally ended in three seconds. Did you see this? He fought a guy named Worski. Alex Worski. Okay. So, all right. For those of you that didn't see this, I'm going to paint the picture for you. So, at the, <laughs> this guy, Saul Poppy, is fucking hilarious. This is the first time that I've seen him. He's like a TikTok star, obviously influencer, boxer. The face-off happens, and the other guy that Phil mentioned is just like, you know, typical face-off. Looking stoic looking aggressive, looking like I'm about to fuck you up. Yeah. All business, just fucking... No play. No play, all business, fucking... Tell me right? about Salt Poppy. Salt Poppy gets in there, and he's like... He's licking his lips. Wasn't he on all fours at some point, too? Dude, he was he was busting out all the stops. Yeah. I mean, he was just... He was going in. He, he, was, he was getting in his opponent's head, right? Bell starts. The bell fucking dings. This guy, he looked phenomenal. I got nothing negative to say. Literally, his stance, again, I don't know boxing. I'm, I'm talking as a casual fan here. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He ended the fight. He ended the 15 fight. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Pow, 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 pow. Salt poppy. Yep. Put the salt on he the fucking with the unconscious fucking body. Dude. Mortal Kombat punch combo. Bro, it was fucking sick. It was legitimately so fucking cool. It was like right cross, left cross, jab, and then like one body shot, and the guy yeah. went full. And everyone was losing their mind. True Jordy was a commentator. Keemstar was a commentator. And then I would assume someone from DAZN, because I, I didn't know who the third guy was. I wish Wade was commentating, because Wade was really involved in all the promotion yeah. and stuff and interviews for this fight. Anyway, that was fucking crazy. And people were saying, like, damn, Salt Poppy, like, he had the goofiest energy, but the guy knows the, how to fucking the fight. The deadliest performance. The, the man was, was more precise than a surgeon out yeah. there with his punches. Also, there was a fight... With, I think it was another Happy Punch guy, Dean the Great. Don't know him. Dean the Great was was fucking sick. I'm not going to lie to you. And he fought this guy named Evil Hero. 
Don't know. He was a bald either. guy, right? Evil Hero, he started off looking pretty good, but then Dean the Great swore him down. <laughs> what are these people's names? Dude, they, I, I'm trying to, by the end of this podcast, we're going to come up with two boxer names for me and you, because I think it's time we get in there. I think it's fucking time. This got me motivated, this one. <laughs> and I think Logan and KSI are doing another event right, in January, I can't afford we'll to, to lose. My ego's way too big. Listen, you, you, you're not going to lose. You don't think so? No. There's no when shot. When we start training, there's no shot. We're gonna go to the boxing gym every night. It's gonna be great, friendly <laughs> bonding for us, and we're just gonna get sharp as attack. Who would beat me? You'd be honest to God. You're in a horrible situation because you're gigantic. Like you would. How I'm, light could you get? Realistically, two hundred. Oh yeah, no, you you can't. Why like not? You're gonna fight fucking two hundred is heavier than Jake and Logan. What they fight at, like two hundred's fucking heavy. Yeah, I'm I, uh, I'm diesel too. Like no, I'm, I know you're diesel, but like f- for never fighting and then fighting oh, a fucking right, right, right. another, you know. But that they're gonna be in the same boat. I guess you're right. If you unless get, if unless you I mean get, the, if you could get down to like 180, let's run it. What if I go heavy slugger? Oh shit! I'm not getting down to 180. Listen, uh, <laughs> me if I did this for real, if we ever do a poke tuber boxing, I'm fucking cutting down to 140. So you'd rather fight light? Yeah. Rather rather than your natural resting like Phil if I fought at 180 me versus Jake Paul are you fucking he's not me? 180 well he probably fights like what like 185 I don't know Conor McGregor fought at like 175 what if I go up to I think 250 just absolute <laughs> cloud no no speed just sheer mass and strength <gasps> fucking like two wa- on the third eye brawler <laughs> two walruses sweating oh, it yeah. out fuck yeah your tusks hanging out slugging it I don't know. There's options. I got a lot of options. I'll say this, though. I'm telling you right now. I know you got, like, phased out of it a little bit, and you didn't really like, give a fuck for a bit. The influencer boxing is here to stay. I'm telling you right now, dude, this was such a good There's event. different leagues now. I know. There's, there's Misfit there's, Boxing, there's which mi- is KSI's, like, boxing co- company, right? I guess. There's Misfit, Happy Punch. Then you have, like, the Logan Paul, Jake Paul, like... Showtime. Like, exhibition fights. Yeah. Then you have iDubbbz's camp, which yeah. is... Dude, they're everywhere. I'm, I'm, and I'm just saying, man, like, I know the purists probably don't love it. I know they love the aspect of, like, more eyeballs into boxing, more interest into boxing, which is great. But as a casual fan watching, like, a technical boxing fight versus people that are learning, the people... It's so much more entertaining when you just... It, it is Bro, when you see fucking Slim just <laughs> throwing everything but the kitchen sink at his opponent and he fucking knocks the guy out, we'll get to Slim in a second. I don't know who that is either. Slim's the guy that fucked up Fousey. I, I know who he fight. looks. I know what he looks like, but I, I don't know who he is. New York's very own. No, he's not. New York Street Brawler Slim. He's from I New York. Him. He might be my favorite YouTube boxer. Wow. But we'll get to that. We'll get. To, let's stick with Dean the Great for now, okay. and uh, and the guy that he fought, uh, Evil Hero. I'm pretty sure that was the matchup. So Dean ends up winning. I'm pretty sure he got a TKO or a knockout, whatever. He does a backflip to celebrate. Doesn't he knock himself out? He didn't knock himself out, but he hit his like fucking. Face on the like he didn't he didn't stick the landing. You can't be doing that. And and people were just like memeing on the fact like he took more damage from his backflip than Evil Hero dished out to him. Evil so that, Hero. Evil. It's a great name. If you're losing with the name Evil Hero, you're not you're not an evil hero. You definitely got to win with a name like Evil Hero. Yeah. That's why like I want to do a silly name like Vinny the Flying Squirrel or some shit. Like in I in I Dubs's boxing event, there's a guy named Dad. Just Dad. Just Dad. Is he a dad? I don't, I don't actually know if he has kids, but he looks like a dad. Like, that's mm. his aesthetic. He's just, like... Dad built. Receding. Mm. Like, wiry. You know, you know like those yeah, dads yeah. that nice. are, like... They look like farmers, almost. And he wears, um... 
The New Balance? New Balance. The Grill Masters? Yep. The Grill Master 9000s, Home Depot, you remember, aisle 12. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember this highlight I'm talking about. The plank section, aisle 12. He basically did what Salt Poppy did in iDubbbz's mm, version. Like he memed it, but then he was actually very good. He just like, he won in like eight seconds. Yeah, it's crazy when a fight ends that quickly. Um, I think moving on to the next thing we would discuss would be, it would be Fousey versus... Deji! <laughs> Yo. Uh, listen, I I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very good with that. In my was life. I was I right so far? Uh, with Deji and Fuzi, yeah, you called it. You said Deji was going to win. I said I think I also Fousey's said KSI. Win. Yeah, you said KSI would win. I'm not sure if we predicted the other fights on the card. No, we didn't. I don't think we even knew them no. who was fighting. But yeah, you you are you are three zero in your predictions. Nice. Let me tell you something right now. I was dead wrong. I thought I thought Fuzi with the new transformation with the new mindset. <laughs> He had the wolf mentality going in there. Yep. I thought he was going to fucking kick some ass. Because in Deji's last fight, like, let's be honest, he didn't look good. You know, Vinny Hacker, like, tagged him a couple times, and it seemed like, you know, Deji at one point, like, took a knee. He I feel didn't. like Deji would beat Vinny Hacker now. I think Deji would beat most of these guys. Deji looked sick. <laughs> Again. Deji! Bro. And first of all, kudos to fucking Deji, man. Like, that is... I love, like, comeback stories similar to this, where... Everyone on YouTube was saying, don't fight again. Don't do this. Even his own brother was like, Deji, don't don't fight again. And he's like, fuck that. I love the sport. He comes back and he beats Fousey. And he doesn't just beat Fousey. He annihilated Fousey. He pulverized Fousey. He, my man was speedy with it. <laughs> pop, 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 Deji. Pop, 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 Deji. I don't think I actually watched any highlights from that fight. You I just saw, see them. I saw the aftermath. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard some people saying, I don't know if this was a meme or not. That it was unlucky the way that Fousey got hit because his eye ballooned up. Oh shit! And like that's why they kind of had to. Uh, it was like good, it was like a safe calling, basically. But, throwing in the towel, you're saying? Like, but like, he got really fucked up with his eye like that. Yeah. Yeah, his eyes looked bad. Like he, I didn't even realize it. it looked worse even after the fight. I'm pretty sure because, like you said, it ballooned up. And the memes, dude. Like, that's the other. That's the thing with influencer boxing too. High risk, high reward. If you win, you're deji. You're <laughs> yeah. crushing it, right? <laughs> Deji, Deji, if you lose, oh. you're in everyone's group chat for yeah. fucking the rest of <laughs> you're eternity. You're on Twitter for a couple weeks. You're on weeks. Twitter, you're trending, and not for the right reasons. Fuck. You know, but credit to Fousey, you know, he, he legitimately took it on the chin, and, you know, pun intended, I guess. And he had a good uh, response after. He said, good job to Deji and all that, which is nice. And, you know, for Fousey, honestly, like, I don't know if he's going to fight again, but I just, I hope this time... Because you know how we always... He's very similar to me. Like, there's a lot of um, similarities that I see where, like, you, you lose weight, you'll get really shredded, and then it's hard to maintain, and you balloon right. back up. I hope this time he, he genuinely sticks to it, and this is truly not just, like, a fad, but, like, a, tr a, tr a long-lasting... I don't want to say trend, because trends go away, too, but I want him to just stick at this Fushi had a really, mindset. really humble like, statement after he lost, too. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, there was the big thing that he typed up yeah, where he said, good job to Deji. I was like, damn, that. that's, like, really genuine. Yeah. He's 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 in a good a good headspace right now, and I, I just, I really hope that he can maintain it, you Bro, know? Bro, I, I saw this one tweet. Idubs's wife, Anissa, who, like, runs Idubs's boxing thing with him. It's just... Oh, if somebody wrote that about me, I'd be so existentially sad. What did they say? Well, what did it say? It wasn't bad. Like, I understood the sentiment, but she said... You know, like, Fousey really gave it his all, but at his heart, he's just not a fighter. He's a peacemaker. 
Well, they, they said that about Logan. They were <sighs> like, you know, he doesn't have the killer instinct, but his brother Jake does, which I, I don't know if that's a real thing or not. I, I think there are definitely people that do have that killer instinct that if, you know, when push comes to shove, they can they can lay you out. Yeah. But I, I think we all have that in us to it's some just, extent. You can't be getting called like, oh, you're not a fighter. You're just a peacemaker. I, I don't think, I, honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's not, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. if it would be a, to applied to, like, I guess my scope, my ego, it would just be like, oh, that's rough. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Because that's like that's like fundamental. That's like that's like primal. It's like saying that like you don't have the balls. It's <laughs> like if we were if we were barbarian, yeah. the lion showed up. You're the, yeah, you'd be shaking the lion's paw yeah. instead of fucking spearing the lion. I guess there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. It's yeah, just... no, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's honestly my mentality. Like growing up, like throughout high school, like early college, I was like my brother. I'd fucking you know, you'd go out at night. You'd be like, I can't wait to scrap for whatever reason. But then you get older and you realize that's silly and then you just have a mentality of like, yo, there's legitimately no reason for me to get into any physical altercations unless there's no choice. Like if someone, you know, if someone just attacks you, yeah. you got to fucking defend yourself. But, you know, I bump into someone at the bar now. So I'm so sorry. My bad for that, dude. Yeah. My bad. Like I'm not fucking. You're submissive and breedable. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to be. I'm chilling, dude. Yeah. I'm chilling. So Deji. Looking like fucking Mike Tyson out there, just yeah. clobbering Fousey. We move on to the next fight. We got New York's very own Slim. I don't know this guy. <laughs> Bro, first of all, do you, did you see what he walked out to? No. Oh, Phil, what are you doing? All right, this this I got to show you right here. I'm just going to so, do a little research on him while you, while you speak. Okay. I'm, well, I'm pulling up a clip right now. Um, I'm going to try to find this as easy as possible here. Okay, yeah, this was his walkout. All right. Just if you guys want to see this type in slim walkout, this is what he walked out to. This is not a joke, by the way. This is not an edit. This was his song. <laughs> That's pretty fucking funny. He came out to fucking. And now I want. Yeah. I would walk a thousand miles. Right. He came out dancing. To fuck you up. Bro, then he proceeded. In the ring. And he, he beat someone that apparently was like, you know, I think favored in a lot of, in a lot of regards. Um, but yeah, no, he, he got a, a really intense knockout. He's the guy that beat Fousey. He beat Faze Temper. That was in this fight, right? Yeah. Yeah, because he beat another guy. I think this is his third Slim's fight. Slim's taking heads. He's bro. undefeated, bro. He's the New York brawler. I think he fought in IDubs too. Yeah, that's. I think that's where he got his last his last W. What what weight class is this man in? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. He's got to be similar to KSI though, because when KSI won, this guy looks crazy. He's fucking slim. You know, you know when you look at somebody like yo, there's a there's a there's a screw. Loose. But he's also fun enough to like. You know, he's yeah. a showman. Like, gotcha, he can entertain gotcha. and, and put on a good show. That was fucking awesome. So then we move on to, uh, I'm pretty sure this is now KSI's second fight. So, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch this one. You didn't see this? Mm-mm. Oh, dude. Just to describe it for you, honestly, and you guys can look it up. Just type in KSI's second fight or KSI versus, uh, what's his name again? Pineda. Pineda. It, what what appeared to happen after I read, read comments and looked at some like you know breakdowns on this, it seems like right when the fight started, KSI tagged him really hard with a body shot, and after that, the kid was just like, "Fuck this!" He like he legit just like ran away mm. the entire fight, and and KSI hit him at one point, and he was complaining that he got hit in the back of the head. I'm not joking, Phil. Like for the whole fight, he complained about it. Like he'd get dropped, 
and he'd be like tapping the back of his head, like complaining to the ref. And True Jordy was like, "Oh, get this guy out of here! This is ridiculous." That's a horrible True Jordy impression, but you get the idea. No, it was good enough. And yeah, it was just, it was just, a, it was a weird fight. Like I, I, I got to imagine KSI is disappointed that that was his competition because while he looked good and didn't he pick it though? Well, I'm, well, regardless though, if you pick someone or yeah. if if someone's lined, however the organization happens, like you you hope that there's a good show. Regardless, this guy just like it looked like he really just didn't want to be in there. Hmm. You know that type of that type of energy, like you know skipping around the ring. Got he literally felt he got knocked down. I think like five or six times. Jeez. And each time he got up, he was just complaining more and more about the back of the head shots. I wonder and, what like the negotiations are, because. Some of these skill matchups are just not it. Like, especially if if it's the main card event, like it's hard to gauge when you're when you're at this level, I guess. You know what I mean? Because, you know, these guys are just getting into the well, some of them have been doing it for a bit, but some of them are pro boxers. Yeah. Deji is an undefeated boxer. Jake Paul <laughs> tweeted that. Deji is an undefeated pro boxer. Wait, undefeated pro boxer. Yeah, because this was his first pro debut. Um, but yeah, no, it's hard to gauge skill. It's like everyone's kind of all over the place with skill level. But um, I saw after the fight, Logan and, and and KSI were talking on Twitter, and KSI was like, we should do a prime event in January, more fights. And Logan was like, I'm down as long as I get to kick at Dylan Dennis's ass. And Dylan Dennis was like, let's go. I'm ready to make this happen. So that'll be entertaining. I hope Logan fucking drops that dude. I, th- I think he will, too. Isn't he way bigger? No, Dylan's not way bigger, but he's no, the MMA no, guy. No, isn't Logan's, Logan. Yeah, Logan's bigger. I don't know about way bigger. I'm not really sure what Dylan Dennis' stature is, but I think Logan wins that. And KSI, when he won at the end, was like, Slim, I want a piece of that. <laughs> and then he was like, the winner of Gibb versus Austin, I want a piece of that. That's kind of cool. And he named everyone besides Jake Paul. I kind of like how it's it's not just like giant exhibition fights anymore it's kind of like people just wanting to fight each other for the fun of it yeah honestly it seems like you're you're you have a like a more positive outlook on it than you've had in the in the past which is cool yeah i just like the fact that more people are getting into it some people are taking it more seriously than others other leagues are like i don't know it's just people are throwing their own events yeah i i gotta tell you like as silly as it sounds you know it it makes me want to fucking it It, makes me want to box a little yeah it's not just like this guy versus this guy all is on the line for $700 million on pay-per-view <laughs> at 4 a.m. No head guards. Yeah. Someone's getting knocked out. I got to piss. All right. That was a very abrupt pee transition. I got to piss. Go piss, you know. Tap the tap the uh, the laptop, too, just so I can see that we're still recording. Oh, shit. All right, don't worry about it. We're still good. Uh, while he's pissing, I'll tell you guys more about the uh, the travel back from Canada. People would ask me sometimes, like, yo, Vinny, should I get a Tesla? Like, how do you feel about the Tesla? I usually am a very, like, when someone asks advice or my opinion on things, I like to just, you know, say, you know, maybe it's for you, maybe it's not. With the Tesla, I'll blatantly and bluntly say right now, you should get a Tesla if if you've been considering it. Dude, this fucking car is so fucking cool. So now we've done two trips back and forth from Canada and New York. The fucking thing, it literally drives you. While you're on a highway. So there's obviously like the advanced driving that you can get for like $200 a month extra. I don't have that. I had that for a little bit. You really don't utilize it that much, honestly. At least I didn't utilize it that much. But when you're on the highway, 
you don't realize, especially when you're doing long drives, you have to constantly stay in between the lanes. And that itself is very strenuous on your eyes and your just energy level. It's it's very, it seems like a simple task, but when you're driving for like, you know, we did like an eight-hour drive or whatever it was, when you're just staring at the fucking road and the road is, you know, swerving back and forth and you're driving in upstate New York and like south Canada, there's a lot of like winding roads and it's hard to stay in between. When you literally just tap the fucking stick on the side or the stalk on the side of the fucking wheel, the car will keep you perfectly in between the lines for the entire drive. So what I do is I like sit in a way where, and you don't have to use the pedal or anything, obviously. It goes like cruise control and it literally stays in between the lines. You just keep your hands like here and you keep them on the wheel because if you don't have your hands on the wheel, it'll remind you to just add pressure every like couple minutes. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep my hand here. You feel it turn and weave through the fucking like. So you were doing it like through the mountains, dog. Let this me wasn't jump. just like a straight no, line. No, th- yeah, control. no. This this was like it. It literally drives you, and and like if someone cuts in front of you, it will slow down. The really cool feature, and I just learned this from our last drive, when you're having it drive you, and you are at a certain speed, you literally just turn the knob on the right side of the steering wheel to raise the speed, and you can raise it up to eighty-five miles per hour. Cars have that. No, I know, but of, of it driving itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if, you, if you're if you turning around, like, a bend and it's going a little bit too fast, you just lower it with the knob and it will adjust. And if you're driving at, like, you know, 70, let's say, and a car goes in front of you, it knows to slow down. And then yeah. when that car is far enough That's ahead or gets out of the way, it'll speed up again, which is smart. Fucking... Smart cruise control. Yeah. But it's just, like, cruise control on steroids because you don't even have to move the yeah, wheel. Yeah, you don't have to steer, yeah. Which is another benefit. And that is all great during the day, and, like, that's excellent. I took the night shift home. So what we did was we drove, Kylie drove the whole way to my parents' house upstate and we surprised them, which was awesome. We like, we pulled in and when you're up there, you have no cell reception. There's no lights. There's, 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 well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Wait, because <laughs> this, this takes me to the next talking point of how sick and dummy broken this fucking car is. So we get to my parents' house and we have no cell reception and my mom was antique shopping. So we pulled in, we're like, fuck, they're not home. What are we going to do? Like, we wanted to surprise them, but we don't even know how to get in touch with them, and they're not here. The second we fucking got out of the car, they pulled up. It was like perfect timing. Hung out with them, got some dinner, which was really fun, and then I had to drive at night. So my mom's like, if you want, we have Red Bulls in the fridge. I had a uh, zero-sugar Red Bull. Woke the fuck up. I'm like, all right, night shift driving. Let's go. Like you said, no fucking lights in a lot of these roads. Like, it's, it's darkness, right? So I'm like, okay. This should be interesting. Let me test out the self-driving at night. Phil? Does this thing light up like a flashlight? I don't know how it does it. This thing drove me home in the dark. <laughs> like, it, it. honestly, I was very stressed at first because you can't really see anything until your high beams go on. It does it like auto. So some roads, if, if it needs to see more ahead, it'll put it on. But a lot of the times, you don't really see what's in front of you. So I'm holding onto the wheel just like in case I have to take over. Bro, I was flying home and this thing drove me the whole way. The whole three and a half hours. That's it OP. Was, That's OP if you travel a lot. It's it's excellent. If you're like in a suburban area and you don't really get on highways, I don't really recommend it. But like if you're going on long road trips, even for like an hour or two, it's so worth it, in my opinion. And you don't have to get like the crazy Tesla with all the bells and whistles either. Like the Model 3 baseline, I'd recommend that to literally anybody. And... It's just, it, it makes driving so much simpler. I don't like simple driving. I love it. The more I can turn off my brain, the fucking better. I like to be locked in. I like to feel the car beneath my ball sack. That's nice. 
I like to change the gears with yeah. my paddle shifters. Oh shit! I like to whip my cock out and use it as as the sh- as the shift. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I get so, what you're saying. While I was in the bathroom, I found out my boxing name. Oh yeah, yeah. You want to hear it? Yeah. Drop that beat, Phil. They're gonna call me the Helix. Oh, you putting your opponents to sleep? Everybody be sleeping on me. And this, yo, it's a double entendre. And they're sponsoring this episode of the Sunday Sauce Podcast. Helix Sleep provides premium mattresses and bedding that are customized to fit your needs, and they're conveniently shipped right to your door. Helix's sleep quiz matches you to the perfect mattress based on your body type and sleeping preferences. I tend to sleep on my side and stomach, and I was matched with the Midnight Lux. I chose a king size because I'm a big boy, and I've been sleeping on my Midnight Lux for well over a year now, and I I start counting sheep in a matter of minutes. Yeah, I've had my Sunset Lux for over a year, and it's easily my favorite mattress in the house. And like we said, Helix delivers the mattresses to your door for free. The mattress comes rolled up in a box and it's super easy to set up. There's a 100 night sleep trial to test your mattress to make sure that you love it. Helix mattresses come with a 10 year warranty and they even offer financing options and flexible payment plans. Visit helixsleep.com Sunday to get up to $200 off your Helix mattress plus two free pillows. And thank you Helix for sponsoring this podcast. I love that Phil. That was a, be- <laughs> that, that was a beautiful transition thank right you. there. Very nice. Very yeah I got nice. you. Thank you Helix for sponsoring. Fucking love Helix dude. Ever need a good nap? That fucking mattress? Forget it. It hugs your whole body. Yep. It's fucking beautiful. Speaking of beautiful, fun times. Uh, while we were in Canada, we went to this thing called the CNE. I don't know the entire breakdown of the of the words, but it's called the CNE. It's like a giant street fair feast carnival, if you want to call it that. There's food. There's like, and when I say food, not just food, there's like weird shit. There's like smorgasbord. Bro, there's ketchup ice cream, mustard Ew. ice cream. There's pizza in a cone. Get the fuck out of Me here. Me and Kylie at one point ate a Ew. fucking waffle croissant, a wasant, a wasant, a quaffle. I don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> a queef? I think it was called a quaffle. Yeah, we had a queef. It was fucking delicious. Ketchup ice cream. I'm going to. I didn't have that because I already had a chocolate ice cream and I was, we were eating like fucking, we ate like animals this weekend. It was crazy. But you know what? You got to do that sometimes when you're having fun. That's what I did too. You want to hear about my weekend? Fuck yeah, dude. So I, I saw Bad Bunny, the biggest Latin American artist in the world at Yankee Stadium. I am now a fan, by the Here way. in New York. New York's very own Yankee Stadium. Baby. There will not be a concert that will ever, ever, ever top my experience there. Crazy, right? Like when you, I tell you feel you, like you're out of your body. Like this, your soul is dancing. The fucking amount of work that this man put into his set, it was like a Broadway musical on steroids. There was pyrotechnics. There was fucking uh, fireworks. Light shows. It was a five-hour concert. That's crazy. Diplo opened up That's with an sick. hour and a half set. Brought out Arc... Un- uh, I, I, my accent's so bad, but Archangel, mm-hmm. who's a famous Latin American artist. Then he brought out Romeo Santos, who is borderline like the Beatles That's in sick. Spanish music. Like the man, I, I lost my hearing with these girls screaming. Yeah. Like it, it's unlo- It's uh, pretty much listomania, which, um, you ever heard that term? No. It's like celebrity worship to like the extreme because there's this guy named, I think his name was Ferd- uh, Franz Liszt or Ferdinand Liszt, who... Uh, not a couple years ago, but years ago, basically, it was it was an epidemic where like girls would go crazy for this guy. Yeah, and it was like, like he's the, a god. Yeah, it was just that. Um, the man shut down the Bronx like in a thir- <laughs> in a, in a thirty block radius. Like 
every street was closed down. There must have been like 50,000 people at this concert. It's insane. And he did Saturday and Sunday, right? Yep. That's fucking nuts. During one of his most famous songs, he's on this platform with a palm tree. He gets strapped in. The man starts floating around the stadium like 50 feet in the air. <laughs> I wonder how much money he makes for that. Because that's, that's an insane amount of work. I to think put on a show of that caliber with that many people... Having that many asses in the seats is fucking insane. He sold it out, right? It was a sold-out Yankee Stadium. I think they broke down the numbers last year, and this was before his, like, insane album, right? It's called uh, Un Verano Sin Ti, which means A Summer Without You. Okay. I think it was, like, a million dollars a day. Holy (laughs) fucking shit. On tour, at least. I'm typing in Yankee Stadium Capacity. Bro, there was 54,000 people yeah. at that fucking stadium. Sold out. Just fucking... That is literally... that. I think that's double Madison Square Garden. That's fucking insane. The amount of heads at this show... Crazy. I, I couldn't even get merch. Were they like showing like celebrities and shit on the screen too? I'm sure there were a lot of celebrities there and stuff. No. Really, no. I mean, everyone he brought out was just like a Huge. titan. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude, that's... We're going to talk about my concert experience... Last night. Yeah, you went second. to the, the VMAs. Yeah, I went to the VMAs. Before we talk about that, I want to talk more about the CNE stuff. Because this place was fucking awesome. If there's any Canadian listeners, they're probably so hype about it. Because apparently this is like a huge thing there. So we got dropped off in the Uber. And literally, like, you walk through this gate after you scan your ticket. And there's just, like, food truck after food truck in the first area. And like I said, there's, like, all these different crazy things that you can eat. You go inside of, like, an emporium. And it's, it looks like it looks like anime Boston or like a- anime week in Atlanta. It's like a convention okay. for all this different food stuff. And as you keep walking, you see different shit. So you literally see like hot tubs for sale, like jacuzzis what? and fucking rugs and paintings. And it's just like a huge place. There's was, was a bazaar. B-A-Z-A-A-R. What is that? It's like a huge marketplace. Yeah, it, that's what it was. Like a huge marketplace, right? And you could buy, like, anything. There was keychains to fucking lawnmowers. To f- everything was there. It was fucking sick. To ketchup ice cream? To ketchup ice cream. So at one point, we saw that there was a big-ass sign for the Paul Avengers. It was a dog show themed around Marvel superheroes. Oh, my God. We went to the Paul Avengers, Phil. It was fucking awesome. I don't know if you've ever been to a dog show. So the whole theme of the show, I won't spoil it in case any of you guys want to go see the Paul Avengers if you're in uh, the Toronto area. There was all uh, the five or the six uh, Infinity Stones, but they were like six stones or six toys that are great for your dogs. There was like communication. There was dancing. There was love. All these different things. And each stone would have a new thing. And they were fucking running through these. Remember when we did that that dog commentary with um, Gabby? The dog Gabby. It's on my Instagram. Oh, here comes Gabby. Oh, she's zigzagging. She's weaving. What kind of crack is Gabby on? I saw that live. And it was amazing. (laughs) These dogs... These dogs are just, they're so cute, they're fucking so talented, they jump up, they catch a frisbee, the crowd goes wild, and the whole like subplot of the show was, there's a cat in the group, we gotta find the cat, there was this one dog that didn't bark, that dog was the cat, it was excellent. It was an actual cat? No, no, it's just, you know, for the storyline, oh. you understand? That ends, we were walking around, me and Kylie had a fun game that we were playing while we were at this event, when there's a lot of people, I encourage you guys to play games, because it's fun. You know what so, do you mean? <laughs> I'll give you an example. The game that we were playing at the CNE was every time we saw a guy or a girl wearing Nike low dunks, specifically the black and white color scheme, Those are we good. would say bamboo. Because Those are good shoes. Great shoes, fucking beautiful. But they're very prominent. 
No joke. We'd walk around. Bamboo. Bam. Someone's wearing them. Walk around a little bit further. Bamboo. Bamboo. So was there like a penalty if you didn't see it or like if you got it? No, it was just a fun thing that like whenever you would see, and it was bamboo obviously because pandas are black and white and pandas eat bamboo because we didn't want to just say panda. That makes it a little bit too obvious, you know? But I mean, hundreds of, of Nike low dunks in black and white. You can't be doing that. I mean, if everyone if everyone's got the Nike low dunks, then what do you you just look like a you look like a bamboo? You got to get the Nike low dunks, but in different colorways. You just got to get Rick Owens. What are those? Is that what you're rocking right now? Those are fresh. Just got to get Rick Owens. They have like a platform, eh? Uh, they're a little thick. They're nice. A little thick. They look like uh like a. Like a clown shoe version of Converse, which yep. I appreciate. Like, that's not a dig. That It looks cool. <laughs> anyway, so then there were carnival games. Um, I won I won Kylie, a stuffed animal, at the at the game where, like, you shoot the water out of the gun, and it, like, raises the, the prize. Yep. So I, I hit it right on the money. Pew! Classic. Beautiful. Classic game. Yeah, that was fun. Um, there was a game where, you you know, you do the ring toss. None of us won that. Hemorrhaging money. Because you know me, I'm just like, I can do it this time. Fucking eight buckets, nothing. Have you ever seen the TikTok people that like make it their life goal to like hack these carnival games? games? I got to get more into that world. There's secret methods that can help you like increase your chances of winning. I think the biggest scam at the carnival is, is the basketball hoop. Yeah, something's up with that. I don't know if they put butter around the rim. <laughs> but how come it bacon just... Bacon grease on that shit? No one, no one makes it in. I'm not good at basketball, I think but I couldn't fucking get it in. The rim is a lot smaller. Mm. Diameter is, is less. Like, without a doubt. It's it's like getting... It's like... Uh, it's like getting a basketball in a, in a shitty rim. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> that's exactly what I, it is. I was going to say a hot dog in a hallway, but that's... That would be the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. And I think they're like rubberized, so the ball hits it and it fucking launches with more velocity into the air. There were other games like that where you would throw like a softball into a milk, a metal milk crate or a milk, I don't even know what the fuck it was, canister? Yeah, I know what you mean. It was a big milk thing with like a hole in it. Couldn't fucking do that. I got pretty close, but couldn't do that. The one that we spent a lot of time on was this bowling ball shit where you like roll the bowling ball over like an incline. And then it has to stay in that incline. It can't come back down. I haven't seen that one. That was a fucking nightmare. You'd do you win. Like, do you like ski ball? Didn't play the ski ball, but I do like ski ball. It's fun. I kind of like that. You one. go with ski ball. You fuck with ski ball. I fuck with ski ball. You fuck with ski ball heavy. A little bit. I I, I do f- I do sometimes fuck with ski ball. Very nice. We got a. Do you fuck with ski ball? I fuck with ski ball. You know, occasionally. How often do you fuck with ski ball? You know, every now and then when I'm at like a barcade of some co- uh, some some kind. Last time I played ski ball, though, I had my drink on the floor and the, the I think the ball hit it or I fucking knocked into it. There was fucking that's, vodka that's, soda. That's all classic ski ball for you. It's classic ski ball. If you're not spilling your vodka soda playing ski ball, you're not playing ski ball. Anyway, I digress. We got a. a, a I smoothie. fucking hate ski ball. You really don't like it? I'm confused. <laughs> ski ball's okay. Ski ball's good. <laughs> we got smoothies. Uh, we got more food. We got desserts. We uh, we hit the ATM at one point because we needed more fucking fuck. cash. It was my fucking vacation. What are you doing? I'm back on track now. I, I thought you were going to an anime convention, Mr. Mr. I'm going to be dual-wielding katanas with, right. my, with my stromboli right. hanging listen, out. Listen, I did the math. Either hop on trend or shut up. Here's the deal. Don't think I haven't thought about it. <laughs> Here's the deal. I have 60 days. I ballooned up a little bit. I mentioned this earlier. I'm 178 right now. Yeah. Getting abs back for this, it's possible. It's very unlikely, but I will... Get back on track now because I feel like shit today. Okay. Last night, I also ate like shit. We went to the VMAs, the MTV Video Music Awards. Let me tell you this right off the bat, guys. You've all been waiting for me to talk about this. I saw Eminem live for the first time. It was fucking incredible. We'll get to that in a second. But let me let me just say that I think my new 
don't know if you could call it a hobby. My new passion is going to be going to award shows. This was like the most fun I've had in so long. And and I don't go to concerts a lot. Like I've I've said this to uh, to you guys before on the show. I've only been to two concerts. Both were Mac Miller concerts, and they were awesome. The award show situation is so sick because you see celebrities when they announce, you know, the awards. They come out, they get the awards. There's performances all night, and it's it's like a uh, a festival where you're not just going to see like Bad Bunny, but you see Eminem and Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, I'll name all the artists that we saw live. We saw Jack Harlow perform. He fucking brought out Fergie. And I fucking called him. I'm like, maybe he'll bring out Fergie. And all of a sudden, he gets out. He did like a really cool performance where he walks through. Does he have a song with Fergie? Is that why? Well, the song First Class. Uh, I've been a G, go off the L, sex in the A, M, uh-huh. Fergie is sampled on that. Gotcha. So he comes out, he's doing that song, and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Fergie! Then Fergie came out. We were going fucking crazy. So there was that. There was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They did a long set. That was fucking sick. Eminem and Snoop, obviously. We'll talk about that in a moment. Nicki Minaj won the Vanguard Awards. She did like a 10-minute set of like all her greatest what's, hits. What's the Vanguard Award? It's like the most uh, prestigious award that they give out where like when that artist gets it, then they perform like our greatest hits compilation. Gotcha. And they do like a really long set. Um, we saw who else? Young Gravy was there. Now, this is hilarious, right? So where we were seated, when we first sat down, me and Kylie were like, oh, we're fucked. Because we were behind the stage, right? So the way that this was set up, we couldn't see where we were sitting beforehand. We knew the section we were in, but when when we got the tickets, we were looking at seats for an event that the stage was this way from where we were sitting, right? This stage was set up where it was the MTV like logo where the people would come out and give the awards, on the left side, there was a stage, and on the right side, right in front of us, was a stage. So we were like, oh, fuck. Like, if they perform in the middle and the left, we're not going to see. We have to look at the, like, I'm the... still so confused, but okay. So basically, we're, we're sitting here. <laughs> Why are there nine stages? There's just a lot of stages. I don't know. There was a main stage on the right. This is all you got to know. It's very simple. Main stage on the right, where we are. Stage in the middle that we can't really see. Stage on the left, you can't see it at all. Okay. Right? So... My thought process when we first sat down is like, oh my God, if they don't perform in front of us. So you're all the way to the right. Yes. From the back right. Gotcha. That makes sense. So we're thinking like, yo, there's no way we're going to be able to see any of the performances on the left side. So Jack Harlow and Fergie performed, then Lizzo comes out right in front of us. I'm like, oh my God, there's hope. (laughs) Like there's literally performers that are going on this fucking side of the stage and her performance was sick. Lizzo's awesome, by the way. I fucking love Lizzo. So she performs. Now they start building sets. Bef- like the way they did the production was sick because when you watch a commercial, there's like an MC guy telling the crowd things and then they're also like building sets while they're filming the other side of the stage. Gotcha. So while Lizzo was performing, they were like building Nicki Minaj's set. So me, I'm panicking because I'm like, bro, we came all this way. I want to see Eminem. It's the first time I'm seeing him live. And I'm like, if he's on the other stage, I'm going to be so upset, Right. So eventually they put out a couch and a big-ass blunt right in front of us. I'm like, Kylie, Kylie, they're performing in front of us. I lost my mind. So their performance starts, right? Just an actual blunt. <laughs> just filled yeah, to it was the a real giant blunt. No, it was a prop. So they sit down and they're doing their performance. And the whole shtick of their performance was that they were going to get high with Snoop's blunt and then they go to the metaverse, right? That's sick. So... That's so cool, dude. Let me keep going, Phil, please. 
So they then proceed to walk off the stage, right? I can't even tell you guys how fucking lucky I was because the backstage of that stage was quite literally right in front of us. Mm. So I got to see him perform the entire verse, but everyone else... There was no one on stage. He, what, he was in the metaverse. What they did was they had like the, the apes and the metaverse shit performing. I'm confused though why they couldn't do that and show that to the people watching at home while they were on stage. But anyway, they were backstage and I got so fucking lucky that I was able to see them performing. And I took like videos and shit. And I posted one on Twitter that went pretty viral, which was pretty cool of me like watching him before he went on stage and then after like the metaverse thing was over they came back on the stage but they came back to reality they came back to the reality they snapped back to reality yep oh there goes gravity and just seeing him perform live i mean you guys know this if you've seen your favorite artist perform live it's just the most it's the most surreal thing ever like it didn't even feel real like literally he was so fucking close and i saw this man rapping in the background and then when he was done with his verse a girl came and like gave him his chain for him to go back on the stage and they closed it up it was fucking sick um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were sick. Panic at the Disco was really cool. I'm trying to think of the other performances that we saw. Um, Anita, who I didn't even know who she was, but she She's had the a one fucking with... sick performance. I thought you were say she had a fat dumper. <laughs> no, she had a sick fucking performance. Because she's she invented like this dance, this TikTok challenge where like you do a plank while twerking. She did that at one point. Yeah, that's... It was crazy. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that was dope. Um, so Bad Bunny had his VMA for Artist of the Year given to him on the show after the Phil show, the one that Phil saw. Yeah, he performed Saturday and Sunday, but he live-streamed a section of his concert on Sunday. Yeah, so we, like, got to see it, I guess, yeah, while it was happening, right? Yeah, and he made... I'm not, I'm not he, sure if it was live or pre-recorded or whatever, but... He made out with a girl and then turned to the guy and made out with him, and then dude, everyone lost their shit. Dude, it was a fucking sick performance. Like, I have no idea what he's saying, because I don't understand <laughs> that language, but I'm just fucking bopping my head, like, yo, I feel the vibes. Um, It was interesting, too, like, the way... The award shows are are set up. You see a performance, and then when they go to commercial, nothing's happening. They're just building shit. So at that point, you go outside and you try to get snacks. That's when the elites get up to their weird shit. Yeah. So I run outside. I, we, me and Kylie, we got some white claws and we got some like chicken fingers and pizza and shit. Absurd, by the way. Like two white claws, you would have had a field day. Two white claws were like thirty three dollars. They were the big ones, but still, it's insane. The pizza was like $9. This pizza was so sad, Phil. That's weird. It's a bunch of celebrities you'd think it would be free. Just for everybody? Yeah, why not? Well, the the section that we were in were like not celebrities. Like it was just, you know, people gotcha. that got tickets and stuff. But speaking of celebrities, this was my personal favorite. One of my Who favorites. Who walked up next to you? No, nah, dude. <laughs> so me and Kylie are sitting there, right? And I'm, I'm looking like the section that we were in, the celebrities were all in a line, like literally right in front of us. Not like to the point where I could touch them, but they were like close enough to see, basically. So you could sniff them? Couldn't sniff them. <sighs> couldn't sniff them. Smelled great in the arena, though. Anyway, I see a guy that looks pretty tall, and he has like this crazy hair. I'm uh, like, Oh, it's Young Gravy. I'm like, I'm like, babe, I think that's Young Gravy. And she's like, oh, shit, it is Young Gravy. I'm like, who's his date? And I'm looking, I'm like, yep. I'm like, that's not Addison Ray's mom, is it? <laughs> yeah, and me it is. and Kylie start laughing because we're like, no, there's no way. But like, it kind of looked like an older woman, and we're like... Kind of looks like Addison Ray, but old. I, I think that might be her, and then I pull out my phone, I go on TikTok to like the pre-show interviews and shit, and he, he brought Addison Ray's mom as yep. his date to the VMAs. They were making out on the... Not making out, but they were kissing on the carpet and shit, and then Monty responded. What did Monty say? He posted... Uh, 
best way I could describe it, he basically posted like a thirst trap on his on his Instagram story. Of himself? Yeah, he was just like flexing shirtless and he was like saying something along the lines of like, I don't care, you know, young gravy. He just doesn't like young gravy. You know, he was he was I think it's fake beef. I, I don't think it's fake beef, me personally, but I, I'm wondering if if they're actually dating or if, if he just said come with me to the VMAs, but you know, they were kissing and shit. So who knows? Maybe maybe Young Gravy and Sherry are gonna. I think it's a hundred percent fake beef. You think so? Absolutely. How come? Just looks manufactured to me. You think so? Yeah, his oh. whole his whole mo is that he bangs milfs and he he brings Addison Ray's mom and then of course he's like cooking Addison Ray's dad Monty. Well, I think the guy Monty is definitely pissed. I don't think that's I don't think that's fake. But who knows? I don't know the guy. Why did this start? It started because, well, like you said, you know, Gravy's whole shtick is that he likes MILFs. Okay. And he, and Sherry had a back and forth on TikTok. And Sherry. Sherry's on TikTok? Oh, yeah. She has like millions of followers. And she like duetted him or some shit? Yeah. Well, he was like, I can't do a Young Gravy impression. I'll try my best. He's like, you know, I'm trying to butter them biscuits. (laughs) I'm Young Gravy. I'm a tall glass of water. Right. And then she like did a stitch. Where she grabbed a bunch of biscuits and then put all the biscuits on a tray and was like, "Got you, got you." And then Gravy was like, "Ooh, I'm Young Gravy." Yeah, it just has PR written all over it. Listen, it was entertaining, regardless. Uh, really fucking cool night. I, I honestly a night I won't forget. Seeing Eminem live for the first time was just one of the coolest things ever, and it just enforces in my head again that I need to go to a fucking Eminem concert. I'm praying to God that he tours. Also, him live is just so impressive because he does the whole verse in one fucking breath. Like, mm. it's not, it doesn't feel like he recorded a line and recorded a line. Like, he's fucking going. And it fucking sounded amazing. If Snoop Dogg had this big puffy coat on. He was fantastic. If you're a true Eminem fan, you would know where this is from. It's an awfully hot coffee pot. Of course I know. <laughs> the BET Cypher. Come on. Come on now. What's the BET Cypher? It's when he dissed Donald Trump. <laughs> Come on, Phil. I know everything ben. over here. Yeah, I will definitely be going to more award shows. I had John's of Bleecker Street Pizza. Break it down. How was Highest that? Highest rated pizza in New York City. Yeah? According to some individuals. Dave Portnoy. I don't know who that is. Why are you doing that? Doing what? Why are you doing that? Who? You know who that is. Who? The head of Barstool. What's that? Okay. Right. How was the pizza, <laughs> Phil, you motherfucker? Talk to me. The pizza was... It looked fucking good. Yeah, so I've seen this place from a distance before, and there's always been a line, like, out the door. And I pull up at, like, 8.30, a modest, you know, late dinner. Mm -hmm. You good? Yeah, keep going. I can multitask. (laughs) the fuck? No, so then... uh, Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's taking care of... He's calling Cousin Nunzio to break my ankles right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so there was like three people ahead of me, and I I just sat down. This place is vintage. It's, it's, It's two stores connected. Or two storefronts, and there's like one guy manning the pizza, one guy on the oven. I was like, "How do the pizzas come in terms of like sizes and shit?" It's all like personal pies, right? There's no slices. Damn, that's that's interesting. John's of Bleaker. Yeah. So I I sit down in this booth, and she's like, "Oh, they come with sauce and cheese," and I'm like, "No, like (laughs) the." I know what a pizza is. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So give me uh, more details. I got a medium pepperoni pie. Why didn't you go for the large? I thought you were a big Phil. I thought you were Phil Helix. I asked her. I was like, 
Phil Healy. What the fuck? I was like, you think I could polish off a, a large? And she's like, well, a girl did come in and finish a medium, so a guy can definitely do a large. But and you got scared. You, you're like, yeah. no, I, I'll take the medium. Yeah, I was like, I'm a girl. I'll take the medium. I'll take the medium, please. I'll take the sh- medium, the, the extra medium. Were you wearing a sh- medium shirt when you did this? Because that yeah. would add to the story big time. This is an XL, but it's kind of fucking small on me. So. That's an XL? Yeah. God damn. This guy's eating good these days. <laughs> Woo! Uh, it's just, clothing is just a, it's a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. Finished the whole fucking thing. I was like, let me treat myself to some ice cream. Went to Van Lewin's. Is that strictly a dessert place? It's just an ice cream place. But it's from Brooklyn. Very fancy flavors. I got okay. brown sugar, walnut, cookie dough chunk ice cream. <laughs> Fuck. It's fucking good, dude. Sounds fantastic. I ate a lot of fucking ice cream this week. Yeah? A lot. Ketchup? I went crazy. Ketchup and mustard? I didn't have that. I didn't have that. Like I said, I had a chocolate. When I was upstate, we stopped at like an upstate local ice cream place. I got a chocolate medium cone with chocolate sprinkles. The night before that at the c and I had chocolate with chocolate sprinkles. And last night, I almost got ice cream when we got home from the VMAs. But I decided to go to uh, uh, 7-Eleven. And I got an Italian, it was called the Italian job. It was like one of those pre-made heroes. I was fucking starving. I thought it was going to be an ice cream. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just talking about food in general now. Kylie got some of these like refreshing drinks. We were fucking dehydrated, man. Because we bought the White Claws last night, but we didn't have any other, uh, I was going to say liquids. That sounds weird. We didn't have any other drinks. Yeah. We didn't have a water. We didn't have yeah. a Diet Pepsi, you know. But yeah, I'm back on the Grizzly. Did you, did you, get, a, did you get a beard trim? Fuck yeah. Come on. Come on. What are we doing with that? Gotta stay fresh. It's looking sharp. Gotta stay, gotta stay fresh so they put me in the coffin, Phil. And then when I'm in the coffin, I'm still going to have my boy Cosmo trimming my beard. But I did get a beard trim, and I've been going to my boy Cosmo in Canada. And the thing is, I'm not going to be back there for two more weeks. So I was like, yo, Cosmo, I'm going to come in again. And what I've been doing, I've been doing something different. I don't know if you notice. I leave the length of the, of the goatee. It's very angular. I, I fade in the sides now. It's sharp. Sharp as a tack, baby. That's how we got to do it. Like Keemstar's is way too sharp. He goes full on like the gnome look. Where like, <laughs> I think that's literally what it's called. And you literally have like just it pointing out at the bottom. The evil wizard. The evil wizard, the sorcerer. Yeah. See me, I'm just going from like, you know, right now I'm just giving off that, you know, strong Paisan energy. Oh, what's up? You want a calzone? You want a fucking calzone, Phil? I saw calzone last night. It looked like. Bro, calzone. I haven't had a calzone in years. I don't, I don't know what makes a pizza place a pizza place. In terms of like. What are you selling? We're dealing with three ingredients. Sauce. Cheese. And dough. And dough. How the fuck is there so much variety between these places? You know what we had at, at my pizzeria when we had one? We had mac and cheese slice. Grandma with broccoli rob and sausage. That sounds good. We had white pizza. We had Caesar salad slice. We had uh, the upside down Sicilian, aka the fucking marinade. We had grandma standard. We had a deep dish, deep dish pepperoni. You did deep dish. We had a meat lovers. Wow. We had fucking. I'm trying. To, we had uh, what the fuck? We had margarita. We had fucking, I'm not even sure what this one was called, but it was like a white slice margarita with big tomatoes on the fucking top of it. It was phenomenal. I know what you're talking about. So good. We had uh, pepperoni pinwheels. We had fucking... Calzones. Calzones. Fried capellini. 
Fried Capellini. I'll what say it again. What the fuck is Capellini? It's angel hair pasta and Alfredo sauce fried into a little fucking ball. Oh. Greatest thing you'll ever have. Those were undefeated. I believe they were $1.65 a pop. We had rice balls. We had fucking uh, pepperoni and spinach broccoli pinwheel. We had three different panini. No, four different paninis. Portobello mushroom. Fried chicken. Grilled chicken. What the fuck is good? We had Italian ices in the summertime. We had hot dogs at one point, I'm pretty sure. Way too overpowered. And, and in the kitchen, forget it. You had a whole fucking kitchen menu. So, my point remains, like, it's sauce, cheese, and dough. Is it, is it the oven giving it the, the flavor? Those, it those, the, those are the fundamentals. Is it, you can build on top of that. Yeah, you, understand, you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying traditional New York legendary pizza places in New York City. Mm. They're known for their standard shit. Yeah, well, listen, do you want all the bells and whistles, or do you just want a fucking pie? I want to know why they're... you just want a Neapolitan? Is that all you're looking for? I want to know why their pie tastes so different than other places. They got the secret sauce. They let it simmer. What are they fucking doing? They're built different, Phil. I've actually never tried John's of Bleecker. I got to pull up. Yeah, you might have to pull up. So you stayed in the city the whole weekend? It was like a nice yeah. little getaway? How'd that feel? How was a little, a little staycation? I love hotels. Me too, man. They feel like a reset button. I know. A mental, physical, emotional, spiritual reset. All the resets. It's just a good vibe all around. I love taking a bath at a hotel. That, to me, is like the biggest appeal. Filling, like up, filling up the bath. Hot water will burn little, the skin off tub, your bones. A little tub with little, the duckies. Little, little tubby-wubby. <laughs> little tubby-wubby. No, I, I didn't take a bath. I did take some showers, though. Some showers can't be can't be stinking. Did you do you, do you bring uh, you use the hotel shampoos? Or you bring your own little kit. Normally, I bring bring my own little kit because I only use the finest products. Of course, because if you don't treat your body like a temple, then what are you doing? Exactly. We only got one until well, you get re- reincarnated. When you have long, as a squirrel, when you have long hair, you don't have to wash your hair every day. So you just put it up and you take a body shower. Clean do you your face. dry your hair? Like when you get out of the shower, or you just let it like dry on its own, or do you have like a blow dryer situation? A little towel dry action. Towel dry. Then I brush it out. Then I let it sit. We got the uh, the fucking uh, the Dyson. It's like it's like eighteen different things in one. Dyson is on another planet, bro. The hair dryer is the greatest thing ever. It's it doesn't even look like a hair dryer. It looks like a fucking you know those fans that don't don't have blades in the center? That's Dyson. So sick. Oh, that's a Dyson fan? Yeah. Oh, so it's their technology. Who do you think is yeah? Unbelievable. I fucking blow dry my shit. One, two, three, done. But I wore a hat last night because you know, my, how do you make a fan without blades? I don't It's Dyson. Call up Mr. Dyson, ask him how he does it. He won't tell you the technology though. It's probably patent. Dyson. Dyson. We got new iPhones coming out. Can't wait for that. I literally can't fucking wait. I'm I so saw excited. I saw some some beef on Twitter between like Samsung users and Apple. I mean, uh, because well, Sam that, that you call that beef, I call that a regular Tuesday. Yeah, because Sam- Samsung people are saying like Samsungs or whatever phones the the non Apple smartphones. What do you call those? Androids. Yeah, the peasant phones. <laughs> he said it, not me. <laughs> Androids. People are telling me that Androids, well, people were saying on Twitter that Androids are taking over because they have like a dual screen. You know what I'm talking about? They, they mm, fold. Yeah, they got, they got the foldables. They fold every the which Z way. Flip. What do you think of those? They're cool. But they're not Apple. If if every phone could iMessage, I probably would be open to doing <laughs> something else. But I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the walled garden. I'm in the ecosystem. <sighs> why does iMessage? You know why they call it the walled garden, right? Why? Because, yeah, it's beautiful in that garden, but you can't leave. 
Mm. You're trapped in there. I do feel trapped with the blue text bubbles. It's nice, though. When when a green text message comes through, there's no... Why don't they have a delivered? I know. They could do that. That's just... Uh, make it a different color. Make your text bubbles fucking... This new update, too, is really cool. You could unsend shit and, edit, and edit texts. That's weird. I mean, listen. It's nice when, I like, said what I said. Take it or leave it. I just hate typos. Mm. My biggest typo, because I'm a fucking crackhead when I type. I type super fucking fast. I'm like Sonic out here, the hedgehog. Yeah. The blue guy. Knuckles is his friend. Who, who, what do Tails. You think I, How do you not know Sega? You don't know Sonic? I'm going to punch you. This guy's fucking weird. Anyway, I type really fast like Sonic the Hedgehog. He's a super quick uh, porcupine looking guy. He's a little bitch. Anyway. Don't disrespect Sonic. Shadow will beat the shit out of him. I can't wait for the third one. Fucking Shadow's coming, baby. Anyway. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. When I type fast, I uh, if I do two exclamation marks, that's usually my go-to. I will sometimes use one, sometimes use more than two. But the- Are you excited when you're sending those, or are you just deadpan face? No, I'm excited. I'm like, you know? But sometimes <laughs> my, my thumb doesn't click the tab fast enough. You fat finger it? So I end up sending BB. So I'll be like, all right, Phil, see you too, BB. No, I'm not trying to call you my BB. You, Kylie's my BB. You might be calling me your BB. No, so I have to fucking then... You know, send two exclamation marks with the little asterisks, the star. Mm. Which do people like? Do, does everybody know that means like I'm correcting myself? Ev- everybody. Everybody knows that, knows that right? Ev- ev- well, now there's can, not a person that doesn't know that. Well, I mean, you didn't know Sonic the Hedgehog, so I, I don't you, know if I can trust you. Want, you want to play this game? I ain't playing no games. I just can't believe you didn't know that game character. Anyways, I was playing Sonic while you were in your mother's womb. First of all, I'm older than you. So that's impossible. That's what you think. I'm so fast. Because Sonic taught me oh, how to get those rings. Oh, fuck. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you were built, constructed different like that. Yo, your calves are looking nice. You been running? No. Really? No? No runs? <laughs> no. Can we start running again and tagging each other? That was fun. That was a fun time. Hey, no. Phil, what's up? No? No, those days are over. Yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah, because now you only post on Instagram once every eight decades. Yeah. No. Uh, I have been running a little bit, but not That's recently. Good. I, I plan on doing a run. You see Cody Ko's new video? Uh, no, but I saw he went on like a fucking 38-mile run hike or some shit, right? Basically, like it was like a mini story of, of his cool. race. How was that? Is he, is he fast? It's an ultra marathon. It's 37 miles. What the fuck? It's, like, it's not just like flat terrain. It's like 37 miles of like terrain. That's So it's crazy. up and down, up and down. Seems pretty fucking sick. They sold a lot of walking sticks at the C&E. I'm not even joking. I kind of wanted to buy one. Why? It's just, I guess you're walking around a lot. <gasps> I swear to God, dude, I can't walk around like for a full day. My fucking body shuts down. It's my Achilles on my left foot. You have to start stand maxing. What does that mean? Just like standing all day and like getting yeah. a max, like a max rep of a, of a full stand for the day? Yeah, like you can apply maxing or minning to anything. Stand maxing is when you just, you just stand all the time. Mm. It's a weird 4chan thing where they turn everything into like a game. How do you know all this shit? Because I stay locked in. But like, do you have time to like not do that stuff? Like, do you ever just like go on a walk? Yeah. When? When's the last time you walked? I I probably walked like eight miles over over this weekend in the city. It's good. Yeah, it's just walking in subways and then occasional Uber. But a lot of times subways faster than the Uber. 
Kylie loves taking the subway. You got to know, know what you're doing. I like Ubers. It's just like when, when the conversation goes on for too long, I start to get a little crazy. You know what I mean? Like What do you mean the conversation? Like when, when the Uber driver keeps talking and you're like giving what, every What sign. Uber drivers are you getting? I've gotten, I've gotten a lot of, you know, and here's the thing. All, all the people that I've uh, been in Ubers with that, that like to make conversation, they're all really nice people. It's just I, I sometimes don't want to like have a full-blown conversation. You know what I mean? I've I ordered a bunch of Ubers over this weekend, and there there was no talking. That's nice. That's nice. Unless you like to talk, in which case that's kind of sad. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, my our our driver last night did not want to drive to Long Island. <laughs> By the way, this is another thing that I've learned about Uber. <laughs> they, they don't, don't they <laughs> don't tell they don't tell the people where you're going. <laughs> they don't fucking oh, give it a hint fuck. where you're going. You get in the car. This guy literally, he could not have tried. Like, he could not have tried any harder at not giving a fuck about yeah. what we thought in the back seat. The fucking thing went, bring. Where are you going? Oh, my. I can't go here. Oh, <laughs> please. You got to give me a good tip. I, I, I can't be, you, you know. You said that? Yeah. And and here's the thing. And you know I'm I'm weird with shit like this. Like, I'm a big principal wow, guy. Wow, he said that. Like, if you don't say anything, I'm taking care of you no matter what. But he was expecting. But he was he was like. Not even expecting. He like he, he dropped. He dropped it. He was he, just like, "You're gonna tip me," which of course I'm gonna tip you. You're driving me a fucking hour. Yeah. You know, I gave him a great tip. What, if, he, what if he's up, a shitty driver? Are you still tipping? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking. Wow. Yeah, but he was a good driver, bro. When we were on the way home. Holy fuck! There was a car flipped over, like the fucking roof. I don't think you're following me. Uh, I've seen these before. The roof was on the ground. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that's fuck. It was it was fucking crazy. What's the craziest accident you've seen? That one. Uh, bro, I've never seen a car flipped over like that. One time I was on, not a highway, but like, uh, you know how Long Island has all these different like roads that are mini highways, I would say. One of the main ones. Snowy outside. Me and my cousin are driving home. Fuck. This car in front of us just, like, I guess loses control, slips, so goes off the side of the road. And you know how snow plows have, like, they'll put mounds of snow, yeah, like literal pyramids? Bro, fucking went off it, like like a, like a ramp, a and GTA then flipped. <laughs> we were just, like, mouth agape. We're like, what the... Oh, f- they were fine. Thank God. Saw a dude's leg off one time, too. Where are you going? That was a motorcycle accident. Yeah, th- those are bad. I've seen cars. Have you seen on fire yet? No. Maybe <laughs> Those once. Those are wild. Maybe once. Holy shit. You hear the fire. It's like. <sighs> yeah. The, it summons a demon. Yeah. I get. I get fucking. The, the scary thing. Not to like give anyone paranoia. But like. I, I worry about a lot of shit. For whatever reason. I can like drive without stressing. But. All it takes is one asshole. <laughs> That fucking hits into you the right way, and then you spin out and hit three other people, and then those three people hit a semi, and then the whole fucking highway is fucked. Yep. And, and you know, the the driving test is extensive, but it's not. No, like, it's not. It's not crazy. It's not extensive. I still think it's crazy. They're that- handing uh, they're handing driver's license out to seventeen year olds, sixteen year olds. If you're not in the in the east the east coast, I've been driving since I was seventeen. I got my license at seventeen. Yeah, other states are like fifteen and sixteen. That's crazy. What what are you doing? You can't even. You don't even know Pythagorean theorem yet. The Pythagorean. Yeah. Theorem. How are you? How are you supposed to park when you don't know your fucking angles? If you can't figure out the angle bisector in a proof, <laughs> shouldn't be behind the wheel. No shot. I still don't know what it is. That's why you. Sh- that's why. Oh, you- it's, it's adjacent. That's why your car yeah. drives you. Exactly. 
it's fucked though because when you get used to all the bells and whistles and you drive a regular car, good luck. It ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> you ever eat Cheetos? Are you okay? Cheetos, the snack. Are you summoning a fucking poltergeist? Right I just want to know if you ever ate Cheetos before. Yeah, I have. They have the their mascots like that that cheetah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, eat Cheetos. Do you ever eat Doritos? I like Doritos more than Cheetos. They're, last night the VMAs were. Where where is this coming from? They were sponsored by Doritos last night. <laughs> Doritos or Cheetos? Doritos. You know what's even crazier? Fritos. They're all owned by like Frito Lay. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, the major conglomerates. Yeah. They own everything. This world's doomed. You might go to fucking Home Depot, grab some lumber. It's owned by Coca Cola. I don't. I don't. Coca Cola owns everything. They do own everything. Uh, you can't be it, okay. Here's the here's the main question. Drop it. Drop that beat. Home Depot or Lowe's? Home Depot. You can't be going to Lowe's. You can't be going. Lowe's Lowe's is good, but Home Depot. Well, it depends your age bracket. If you're a father, you go to Home Depot regardless. Default. Who's going to Lowe's? Lowe's sometimes has like good like ceiling fans and shit. Home Depot's got ceiling fans. They do. Good toilets. What kind of toilet are you rocking? Do you know? I don't know actually. Does your toilet seat go down without gravity, or does it does it what? gently go down? Oh, is it soft close? Yeah. It's actually not. So you could slam it? Yeah. So if you're in like an argument in the house, you could be like, motherfucker! And just slam that shit. <laughs> Me, I'm like, fuck! Yep. It goes down slow. I could also, I could if I'm in an argument and I really want to piss someone off, I could turn on the bidet and just leave the room. Yeah. And it hits oh, the wall. And it just drowns everyone in the yeah. house. <laughs> fuck this shit! <laughs> Fucking open the door, you get hit with a tsunami tidal wave. Yeah. I gotta get me a bidet. It's time. You should. I'm gonna order one after this pod. We gotta be going for over an hour, right? Beats me, dude. I'm gonna wrap it up without even looking. Okay. This might be 36 minutes, or this might be an hour and a half. Uh, who knows? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this episode of the podcast, Sunday Sauce, on a Monday. Hope you all have a lovely week. Start, start your week with a W, eh? Start your week with a hey. W, eh? I've been saying A a lot now. Do they say that in Canada? They do, Phil. That's, that's see when I'm around my New Yorker, my New Yorker people, my tri-state area people. Yeah. I drop a like it's going out of style, eh? But when I'm in Canada. I feel like I gotta earn that respect. I don't. I don't drop the A's as often. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Can't be doing that, eh? Thank you guys for watching, eh? We'll see you guys on Wednesday if you're a meatball. For those who don't know, we do member exclusive content uh, every single Wednesday. There's like seventy fucking episodes now. Five dollars gets you an infinite pool. How does that thought? Phil, any final words? Say hello to your grandmother for me, eh? Bye, guys. We love you. Great fucking episode.